It's time for Acting Childish with Christina Lundin. All right, and we're back. It's episode two, but it's the first episode with a guest, and she's here right now in the studio, uh, my mom's office, <laughs> and um, she's come here all the way from L.A. just to record this with me, and her name is Natalie Pelletier, and you can follow her on Instagram. She is an actress in Hollywood in LA, uh, the city of angels, and um, she. Well, you, you can tell you can promote some things if you like. Oh yeah! But um, <laughs> but we went to high school together, and I'm so excited to have her on. Um, Natalie Pelletier, everyone. Hey. Oh hey! Um, <laughs> such an honor to be your first guest in the studio. Um, I'm very excited to be here. It's really great. It's fun. We've uh, disclaimer. We've had a couple, or yeah, I've had a couple glasses of wine. Yep. Natalie's mm-hmm. had a couple. Uh, so we're feeling loose. Who knows what we're gonna say? Truly, um, who who knows? It's I've got this huge turtleneck on, and I don't know if it's the wine or just um, the excitement, but I'm I'm already sweating over here. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna have a good time. Natalie's got a couple of stories uh, from her childhood, and I'm excited to hear them. We actually have known each other since we were little kids. Um, we grew up on the same. St- street for a while yeah for a while you lived on Provident Mm -hmm. yeah we were like down the street from each other but we like to be honest I don't like really remember us playing together like I we have photos so it like happened I know I I am but I also have a shitty memory which is like I'm glad you like told me to think about some stories because I sometimes I would just be like um I really don't have like the greatest memory which is unfortunate but I do you know we had, we have some photos. We, we have some photos. I don't remember playing with you either. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm throwing me under the bus there I'm, for a second. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember, but um, but we do have we do have some really cute photos together. Yes, we were very cute kids, and we didn't go to the same elementary school Mm-mm. because you went to Hubbard Woods. Yeah, when we moved back from Kansas City, where we were for two years. Then we moved back to, yeah, Hubbard Woods, and then um, we didn't go to school together until we were in fifth grade again. Yep. Fifth grade. Good yeah. old Skokie school. But so technically, we've known each other for, like, more than 20 years, right? Yeah, because we're getting... We're something <laughs> that's really revealing of my age there, uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so old. Um, but I am excited to hear what stories you have for me. So I'll let um, you, yeah, take it away. Um, well, just off the cuff here. Well, actually, not rehearsed. Anyway, you asked me to think of like some favorite like childhood memories, and one of the things that I would do, we had we lived on the street called Sunview Lane, mm-hmm. and we were like kitty corner from this other uh, family the Kendalls and over every um like holiday the two families would get together and we would usually play in our basement or the Kendalls basement and I for whatever reason you know call it my thespian attitude or Mm -hmm. whatnot um I want to perform I always made everyone be in a play that we would that we would make up that you would be the star. And I would be the lead in it. And, uh, well, you know, I, I took some, you know, backs, 
Well, I was never really backstage. No, we were all no. doing no, no. I was I was in the spotlight for the majority of it, but I would just really like make Caroline, Quinn, my brother, and Steven all be all participate in these shows. Which to to be clear, I wasn't like a dick like we all loved doing them, right. but like I was just like the spearheader of getting these plays. And um for better or worse, they are recorded by yes. my dad and will probably be played at all of our weddings or as some sort of I mean I want to see these right they, now they are so um just bad like to, they're just they're crazy like literally you can hear our parents like laughing in the background like what what mm-hmm. did we give our kids because mm-hmm. we would like it, you know we would kill the Easter bunny or we would like you know make someone eat like poisoned meat or they would be like kind of dark uh-huh. but like we would just have such a fun time doing them um but yeah the death of the easter bunny and then the easter bunny returning um was a popular there was a sequel there was a sequel too the easter bunny came back <laughs> too yeah um but we would like and there's a character named funky bunky um that steven played that was like a rocker uh, um so yeah we would get like pretty um into these plays and performances and like really just like our parents I'm sure just were drinking you know they had a few lined up to get get through whatever crazy of shit course. Was I'm in sure these plays were like 20 minutes tops but yeah oh yeah they were they weren't that long and we like you know again we would rehearse and like make them up in that day and I remember mm-hmm. I would like sometimes use a dry erase board to sort of like you know map everything out but then yeah we would all get really really into these like costume changes oh there, there would be costume changes because we had a costume lights. bin there would be lights mm-hmm. there would be um um, you know, some special effects, uh, which weren't really that special. Um, but but at the time, at the time, they were like highly elaborate and um, the production value. It was there. anyway. So they are um, archived because my dad likes to you know record everything. Um, so maybe I'll get a clip that you can. Um, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, see. But these were these were pretty embarrassing. But this kind of brings me too you asked and I don't know if this is like jumping the gun on questions but you asked like of a favorite toy Mm -hmm. and come hell or high water whatever our play was about the cash register was always in the play we had like a toy cash register and in whatever play we would do like that was like our through line like there was there's for some reason someone would always need to go to the store uh-huh. or the grocery store or whatever and like the cash register was always a fixture in these plays and it was just like this like red toy with like a little yeah. thing you know and for whatever reason we just like loved that um, because it made you feel kind of like an adult. Right? I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it made us kind of feel like an adult. But yeah, that was that was a um, a highlight. Um, and then the other story was so I I um, liked playing with like dolls and Barbies and and things. And I remember I was getting to the age where I wasn't necessarily like playing with them anymore, but I wanted to keep a Barbie or two so that I could like give it to my future daughter mm-hmm. if I had or or son and I saved this one Barbie and it was like a brunette Barbie and I um all of a sudden I, I don't know what I was doing beforehand but my brother and some of his friends were downstairs and I walk into our basement and I just see that my brother's friends have not beheaded the Barbie but they've cut off all of this 
Barbie's hair. No. And so it was, and I, I think I just like went ape shit. And the funny thing, I mean, it's, I can look back and laugh at it now, mm-hmm. but I was just like, that was my one Barbie that I was saving, blah, blah, blah. And now if you, um, if you say bald Barbie, like to, the, and somehow the Kendalls were involved too, because mm-hmm. it was just like, they were always, they were always, always yeah. Yes. And, and Quinn, Quinn like blamed it on his friend. He was like, it was my friend's idea. Like it of course was mine, he did. you know? Um, and I think later come to find out that like Quinn instigated it mm-hmm. just to, you know, you know, just, just by me, but anyway, yeah. so bald Barbie was another, um, uh, childhood traumatic. Did you end up keeping that Barbie? No, uh, no. <laughs> you didn't like, you didn't like the chop? No, the chop was like, they really just like got it down. You know how like Barbie's hair would like came in. It, I feel like it was in like. Two, bunches yeah, yeah like almost like angelica's it definitely uh, wasn't fine hair yeah. yeah you know it was not um Poor she Barbie. she she wasn't that cute anymore so it was bye-bye to the trash she goes yeah to goodwill uh-huh so don't have her anymore but uh, I love that you had a brunette Barbie too. Yeah, you know we had to have us brunettes like had <laughs> to need some represent. Well, you, are you a redhead or a brunette? Because you, I, I feel like growing up you may have been more of a ginger. Yeah, I definitely had more mm-hmm. like reddish brown. I've always like considered myself to be like auburn, so mm-hmm. like a, a reddish brown color. But now as an adult, I um have done this thing where I get my hair I just started doing it this year but I get like a copper gloss okay okay so now it's like more officially like red very nice I a gloss this a is gloss. LA thing for me I know cut and color <laughs> so a gloss is literally you just um uh, the person and granted I had never dyed my hair before but a gloss is literally just like a temporary full like wash like a color wash that they just goes on all of your strands and it stay she like puts it on for like 20 minutes and mm-hmm. then it washes out and then it's like that more nice. red for like four months but it's mm-hmm. not really like I don't get roots or or anything like that I think you can get like clear ones too just to like make your hair shinier but I yeah I haven't gotten my hair colored in a while but maybe a gloss would be good for me yeah <laughs> it was well I it, for being like a having virgin hair yeah you know it was it was like a good tiptoe into right right I love that you've never colored your hair well um because first of all your hair is beautiful the way it is um but also I I feel like everyone does highlights everything now or a a lot of people do it yeah especially in LA (laughs) well in LA and I like again don't really know besides this like one 20 minute procedure what Mm -hmm. what the the whole highlight low light Something with a B, ball, oh, Balia. yeah, like Balenciaga, <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah, something Beyonce, you people know, get people get really do. into hair treatments, yeah. But I do have to say, and someone made a good point. It was like a good sales pitch, but he was like, "Well, darling, everyone in LA colors their hair, so like your hair is not going to look as like shiny and glossy um, on camera." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's kind of a good point." What? Mm. But anyway, and there was there was color correction and post production and whatnot, so I guess right. they can really make your hair, you know, well to some degree look look however they want it to to look. But right, you know, 
But yeah, growing up, I I definitely, like, identified wanting... Like, it was such a proud moment when someone, like, called me a redhead this year after getting this gloss. I was like, Mm -hmm. yes. Because you're one of the people who takes... You took pride in being a redhead. I did. It's cool to be different. Growing up, you were always very... You wanted to be in theater. You were mm-hmm. not. You were not embarrassed to be out, <laughs> out there. Um, and I know we're supposed to be talking about how you, what you were like growing up. But um, I just know that you always went for went for it. Like you were the vice president of our class, which I thought. Oh my god! Was yeah, hilarious. God, that was <laughs> such like a random, like pull in my senior year, but. It was just, you know what? Student council. And you ended up stepping up and planning uh, our 10-year reunion. Oh, my God, yeah. You planned the whole thing. You were, like, texting people, inviting them to go because... I was like, no, I don't know if anyone's coming to this. Yeah. I mean, being in in L.A. trying to plan this thing that was taking place in Chicago, and luckily, like... I don't know, a good amount of people showed up. It seemed like a... a good I was ball. there, but, like, I wasn't there, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, I definitely drank <laughs> a lot that night. I was oh very hungover the next day. It was just so... It was such a, like, being 10 years removed from people and just, like, see, like, oh, my God, just so many, like, high school memories and being like, oh, my God, I haven't... In, in no bad way, but I was like, I haven't thought about you in, like, years. And just to, like, see people's faces was was really crazy mm-hmm. especially since I don't live here so I wouldn't happen to like run into any of these people at like a coffee shop or right something like that so it was truly like a crazy trip for me <laughs> at, yeah, that, at yeah. that you know it was surreal mm-hmm. I feel like that night went by really fast too and it did yeah. yeah the night went by the night went by really fast and I'm um, glad I went though yeah everyone, was, everyone should go to their 10-year reunion yeah you know and that's it <laughs> right and that's about it and then it's just it's nice to to check in on people and it's like at that point it's like who cares where you are mm-hmm. in life because you know what I thought I was going to be doing at age 28 29 is definitely different than what's happened but like mm-hmm. in a way that's not bad at all you know you just it's just so funny when you're like 15 and you think that like 25 is just like or 30 is just like so old and like you're gonna like you know be so much more mature like mm-hmm. know things and then you like get to 25 and you're like how do I file my taxes oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> I know I know I'm still learning things like health insurance and oh my god health insurance I mean I, I don't know if we were I don't know if I was well equipped to handle any real life situations after even like college like I still am learning everything oh yeah it's same. embarrassing I don't think um, I, and they just it's like they don't teach us that kind of thing Stuff, which I just, do know how to calculate the area of a triangle. So I know that pi is three point one four one five. That's true. Something, and a bunch of something, other numbers. See, you know, we learned something. Good old public school. Well, actually, you know, I I had a great time at Oliver. Yeah, we used to carpool um, to hike a school. Oh. It was like not even a mile away. But <laughs> I would pick her up in my uh, my car, my Toyota. My Ford to- Explorer, yeah. something, um, and I had a CD in a mix that we listened to every day. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, um, and well, do you remember one of my memories from go- going from the senior lot like to school? Is some days it would be so cold 
that your boogers would freeze. <laughs> and then you would go inside and it would be so warm in the school that all of a sudden you would just have like a oh, runny nose. nose. Gross. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> well, I no, do because no. uh, I'm, no. uh, you know, just. <sighs> I do remember. No, I do. Um, high school does feel like a while ago, though. Like, I remember dance day. Remember we were like, I remember because I was. You were in it. Yeah, yeah. I was in it. Um, but like. We had this thing in our high school, which was pretty cool, but, like, you would just hope your math teacher would be a cool cool enough to be like, all right, class is canceled for the day. We're going to dance day. It would be a day. I mean, come where, on. Yeah. Where, like, all the, through, what, nine periods, there were dance performances that, like, each kind of company or club, mm-hmm. some clubs had them, like, the. Um, and people could actually, like, try out to have yeah. dance. Yeah. I know. Which, I should have done that. Because I've got moves. I mean... You do. I, Great moves. I can do the worm. <laughs> I get Macarena all day. You know. Um, you know, I got to do it. I should be... Uh, I should do the Never Been Kissed and, like, go back as an undercover reporter and just secretly just become a really good dancer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll do that once COVID's over. Um, so <laughs> I, I know we, like, talked a lot Um but how would like how would like your parents describe you when you were a child? Do they have any funny like stories that they always tell you? Hmm. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I the funny thing about me is that they I feel like I was like a very practical kid, and mm-hmm. I only say that because when I was in kindergarten, my mom loves to tell the story of like. When you, you know, you a lot of times in kindergarten they ask, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I told my my parents, I was like, Mom, I want to be an actress and a waitress. And my mom, <laughs> actress and a waitress. <laughs> and my mom's like, Oh, honey, you can be both. And she just said <laughs> that, like, will be yeah, both. that like the biggest smile came across my face. But I remember saying that because we lived in Kansas City for two years and there was this restaurant called Winstead's. And I forget if the women, I think the women wore like, diner outfits so it felt like you know wearing a poodle skirt or something like that and I was like that would be so cool to like wear a costume um to to work or whatnot and so I think that that was part of my whole scheme is like I clearly loved dressing up Mm -hmm. and like you know becoming a character and and all that but I think um so my parents said that I like when I was little, little, like, if there was a microphone or, like, something, I would, like, always be wanting to, you know, perform or do some kind of, like, routine or be in the spotlight. But I also, it's funny, at some point I, um, and I don't know what it, what it was, but I think that I also became, like, kind of nervous. And it wasn't nervous about performing, but I, like, was nervous about, like, other elements of life so I would be like a little bit like of a worried like I was like half like outgoing and then half like worried or like nervous about something but overall I think my parents which I was like very outgoing and friendly and you know like liked to be like playing and any sort of like imaginative or like creative sort of aspect of course um, do you remember your first play that you were in and what what role you were because <laughs> I'm thinking of the first one that I saw you as a lead really 
Dolly. Oh my god, yeah, that was like the, that was such a cool, that was a big deal. Uh, I was, was like, I know, like, I know her. <laughs> like I hang out with her. Oh my god, that was that was really cool. I you're asking asked me to think of like a first play that I did. I remember being, um, I think it was like Peter Pan, and I was in Kansas City. Those were like what my first memories are clearly, um, and. I remember it. I think it was like a summer camp program day thing, but I remember being like on the younger side of this camp. So I didn't like have a big role or anything. I think I was like a lost boy or girl. Mm -hmm. I I want to say it was like a horse. So I don't even know what the (laughs) play was to be honest, but I lines at all. Oh no, no. It was Charlotte's web. I think because my mom, I remember having, I have like a flash of a memory of like, looking out I think I had like one line and my mom like sitting in the audience and like mouthing it to me really <laughs> she's like a she's, stage mom yeah the stage mom just like making sure I like said the right line and which you got is, it right and I got it right so and then it's been smooth yeah, sailing ever exactly since. exactly smooth sailing ever since the only time I ever there was one time I messed up when I was um Ado Annie but it was I just I started singing this song I can't say no and I started Can you do a little 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 <laughs> bit a little taste of the can't say no Oh my god do um, you me give you a beat uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding you don't have to sing but I remember it was like a country that was kind of like a hick song so like or I mean it wasn't hick but like she typically had like an accent so it ain't so much a question whatever like but I sang the second verse first and so then I was like oh my god am I gonna just sing the second verse again but luckily Mm -hmm. I was somehow able to like sing the first verse as the second second verse so I just flipped out and it worked out and no one noticed see yeah yeah, I guess no one no one noticed but yeah children's theater of Winneka was where I had a lot of you know you were in the playbills your name was uh, in all those It, it was in those little programs those little playbills the the Winneka Community House put on some really great productions. We, we did. I want to say we did. We put on some some high high quality. Annie, stuff. get your gun. Yep. <laughs> Annie, get your gun. King and I. King and I. Um, Fiddler on the roof. Annie, who could forget? Yeah. Right. Annie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots I, of good stuff. I had there. my first kiss on that on the stage there with. Do you remember? No, of course I remember. Oh, my first kiss. <laughs> it was, was your actual first kiss. It was my actual. Okay, my actual first kiss happened in play practice when I was in seventh grade, and I had never kissed anyone before. And it was playing Ado Annie, and she was like, you know, she had like two boyfriends in the play, and so I had to kiss Slut. both of them. And so then in this rehearsal, I remember it's like the end of a song finishes, and me and this guy kiss, mm-hmm. and. I remember having to hold that kiss, like, because our director made us hold it, and she's like, and applause, applause, applause. So my first kiss felt like an eternity, and it was also with, like, an eighth grade boy, and I was like, oh, my God. Cute. Good lips. Nice lips. I mean. Overall, what did you rate your first kiss? My first kiss was, like, pretty embarrassing, because it was (laughs) just, like, I didn't know if, I I didn't want him to know that that was, like, my first kiss. Did you actually like it? I think I remember... His name was Will, but I'm drawing a blank on what his last name was. But then also I had to kiss um, Jake, Jack Jacoby. Okay, okay. Who I think Jack, Jack Jacoby. But my I first actual kiss was with Patrick Reiner. Of course. 
I remember him. Yeah. He was he was a stud in the theater world of, oh, yeah. of the North Shore. Yeah. So yeah, that was my first actual kiss. And it was in the dark, so I missed. So <laughs> <laughs> right. You never missed again, right? Uh yeah, let's hope. Um, well, we could go on and on, I feel like. Um, but let's chat. I know you said your favorite toy was the <laughs> the cash register. The, cash, the which, aforementioned cash register. Um, interesting pig. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked that. But now that I think about it, I never had one. And I'm like a little pissed because I you know sure what? I would have enjoyed having my own cash Being register. Being able to scan something, you tap those numbers, which is like I'm obviously not – I mean, like, math and finance, but, you know, I think it was more of the, like, opening up the cash register. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's the transaction, you know, which just, like, yeah, that was rand- randomly a very fun toy in my youth. And my mom did tell me that I, like, loved playing with, like, the fake food. You I know, so it was, house, like, you yeah. know, playing house or, like, playing grocery store. Anything that felt, like... Adult, and it's exactly do it like, yeah, playing like pretending to be like a family, like putting your kids to sleep, doctor, nurse. Like, you know, why I think I love the cash register so much? Do you remember the Cole Children's Museum? Of course, of course. So they had the fake Jewel Osco. Yeah, inside there, and I so fun. They had the big loaves of bread, yeah, Yeah. and I loved working as a checkout person at the fake Jewel. I love fake jewel. Yeah, the fake jewel in the children's museum. So for whatever reason, I just like loved cash registers. You love money too. I love money. Um, Yeah, so that was like weird. I mean, I liked. I had. I had my American Girl dolls, and who was your? Let me guess. You had Molly. No, Francine. (laughs) (laughs) Samantha. I did have Samantha. Who was your first American Girl doll? Kirsten. Of course. How could I forget? That was my first American Girl doll. And I took out her braids, like, almost right away, and my mom was really mad. You didn't like her braids? That's part of her I know. It's part of her look, but I just, like, wanted... Because I also loved the books, and I feel like there's this one picture from a book where she, like, is doing that, like, Swedish tradition with... The like mm-hmm. leaf on her head, and I think her hair was down, or maybe it was anyway. But I it was in little side. It was like in a little side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I wore my hair on Christmas Eve. No way. Yeah. No. <laughs> I didn't think like this year, but I was like maybe back in the day. I, pro- I probably would have made my. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. I also had Kirsten. Who else did you have? But I got scared of my dolls pretty fast. Really? They would just friggin' look at me. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I was a weird kid. But then I got Molly, and she was, like, kind of a nerd. Yeah. Um, she knew what was up, though. But then I grew out of my dolls when they started scaring me. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what other toy that They're I really probably have? worth a lot now. I still mm-hmm. have mine. Um, what toy? Unlike the bald Barbie. But the other toy that I really liked, remember those? Um, I want to call them, like, Thumbelina things, but they were, like, those fairies on the, like, spinner. Yeah. And you had to, like... You would put them on there, and then you would, they just would pull the string, fly. and then they would actually, like, fly up in the sky for a little bit. I forget what those are called. I remember too those, too. But I think it was one of those toys that I played with for, like, a day. And oh, no, we're just like, probably well, what were some of it. your favorite toys? Well, this isn't about me. Okay, well. <laughs> but if you're asking, 
Um, there was this one toy that I played with toys at my friends' homes and like loved their toys more than my toys. And there was this one toy where I would just you would sit on it and you could spin around, and I would just do that. For yeah. Like, oh. oh my god, that we definitely had it. I think ours was like yellow, and it. Yeah, you would like you would you, turn it. Yeah, you, you would, would sit spin. in it, like yeah. cross-legged on it. Yeah, and then something. And then jump rope, I loved. I loved skip the skip it. Where you put it around your foot. Yeah. Love that. I mean... Oh, this makes me think I miss, more. I miss... I loved play. Bop It. Bop It was a classic toy. Mm-hmm. That's still fun for... I like, think, yeah, Bop It could come out at a, at a party when... Yeah. Bop, when those <laughs> Next <things> party. <laughs> yeah. First party I come to, I'm going to bring, bring a, a Bop It. Bop It and be like, guys, we can all touch this. We're all vaccinated. <laughs> Let's just take our masks off and have a nice, clean game of Bop It, Okay. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a blast. We're at 28 minutes, and we chatted. We covered a lot. We did cover a lot of, of A lot ground. of ground. I feel like we could probably do a part two where we get yeah. into a little more um, risque things. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> but we this could. is about... <laughs> but that's for another podcast. Another okay. time. Well, thank you Natalie, so why don't much. you um, plug your, your Instagram handle? It's my. It's one of my favorite Instagram handles because well, you've had it since... Oh, man. Yeah, high so school. my um, Instagram... Um, is at Irish Freckle Girl, which was my screen name back in the day. So it's just mm-hmm. like stuck. Still is her it's screen still name. Still my screen name at Irish Freckle Girl. And then um, I do have a new account that I just started because I um, consume a lot of wine and it's called Drink Natty Wines, which is kind of a play on my name, Natalie and Natural Wines. Clever. So Drink Natty Wines. And if you um, happen to be looking for another podcast but is more food-related, I have one called Family Meal, and that is um, available on Spotify, iTunes, you know, wherever you find your podcasts. Love it. Well, guys, this has been a great first first guest. Um, I have to say, set the bar pretty high. Um, but thank, you, thank so you for coming on, and thanks for acting childish. With oh, me. thanks for having me. It's very fun to play and just let loose. So. Of course. Thank um, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Bye.